You wake up at the end the next morning. Iona and Davina are back in their usual places behind the bar, and there isn't anyone else in the place. Davina says, she sees you come downstairs and says, Oh, you survived. That's great. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry we weren't here to see you off yesterday morning. We were uh, a, a bit late get going. And she kind of blushes, and Iona slaps her playfully on the bottom and chuckles. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, you stay here one night and you get a whole show. <laughs> that's how, that's the way to start your day. <laughs> Is there anything we can get for you? Do you um, intend to go out after the wolf today? Ah, uh, do not talk about this wolf right now. I need a baguette first, huh? A baguette? I did not get one last uh, yesterday morning, no? Oh, oh, that bread thing you yes, were talking about. Yes, 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 I told you how to make it, huh? Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yes, we did, we did try. Um, here, and she brings out this sort of baguette-ish looking loaf of bread and hands it to you. <laughs> so, oh. so, bless your heart. Please describe exactly the shape, because that will determine just how Jacques reacts to it. In relation to an actual baguette. So uh, an actual baguette, in my mind, is a long, skinny piece of bread. Right. So what's the what's the uh, width to length ratio, though? Like, wh- what would you say is a, an appropriate baguette length to width ratio? So maybe three inches wide and 12 inches long. Okay. Mm. And what she hands you is mm. a lot smaller and wider than that. So it, it was, it's <laughs> almost square, but not really. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, the ratios, they are off. Oh, this was a good try, but perhaps... Iona brings out a cleaver and chops it in half and says, Here, now you have two baguettes. Ah, that actually is a lot better. Thank you. Huh? I apologize. He's just, like, very particular about his bread. Yeah, I'm sorry. I tried, and it just... I don't know what it, I don't know where it went wrong. You would think this oh, would be no, an no, easy no, thing no, to no. do. Uh, the two of you are so good together. Look at this two baguettes. More than, that's twice what I asked for. Oh, no. Do you Please need do any not feel bad. jam, uh, butter, something to butter. put on it? Uh, all of the above. Here you go. Here's some boysenberry jam. It's our specialty. I hope you like it. And here's some butter. What's on berry? <laughs> Interesting. I, I don't know what you just said, Jock, but yeah. D- does anybody else need anything? Is that made out of real boys? <laughs> 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 no, it's a berry. It grows in the woods here. Boys uh, and berry. Come on. Yes, I'll, I'll have some of that on my meat. Do you have meat? We have bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Is bacon good? That works. A slab of bacon. With boys on it. <laughs> Bacon with boy berries. Booch reaches around and pulls off a couple oh, Jesus. fungi from his shell. The old reach around, first thing in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of shuffles up to the bar and, and um, goes over beside Mikel to see if Mikel will share some of these this boysenberry to put on his little spore babies. Is it in like a jar with a yes. spoon in it? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll just take out a, a spoonful and slap it on top of my bacon. Sort of roll the bacon. As, I, I assume this is sort of like a uh, back bacon, Canadian bacon more than uh, American strips, right? And just sort of roll it up. Whatever kind and, of bacon you and want. And then slide the jar over the booch. Uh, 
Miguel, do you not want to cook that bacon first? Are you just going to eat it raw? This is fine. <laughs> I sort of bite into it and sort of pull because it's just stringy, and then the boysenberry falls out the backside like a bad burrito. <laughs> Ew. I just can't stop thinking about boy berries. <laughs> <laughs> These boy berries are sweet. <laughs> Let's All right, I'm gonna stop the boy berries. Move on. <laughs> let's eat. Let's eat and walk. Let's let's go on our hunt. Let's not waste sunlight. Well, you need to start the day off with a bit of sustenance. It's I be... said you can eat while you walk. Uh, that's not too good for digestion. Literally, you're eating things from your shell, so like it's going with you. Okay. If you say so, uh, Mikel. I've sampled some raw meat in my day, and uh, I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, they did cook it. They did cook the bacon. Oh. I thought... mm, no, no, no. It wasn't enough time. They they brought it out so fast. It's surely it's raw. <laughs> Emily's the GM here, Leela. <laughs> oh, damn it. Emily's I'm the master charge GM. now, damn it. I was going to say, are they, is, there's a dragonborn that just, like, quickly chars it. their breath. Ooh. Well, they had it ready cause in case anybody came down for breakfast, and in case Pre-cooked you guys survived. Pre-cooked bacon. They didn't okay. even know we were alive, for Pete's sake. <laughs> in case you guys survived. <laughs> this is starting terribly. <laughs> so we're, we're going to immediately go like find that trail that we found, go back to the waterfall, and continue from there? Is that what we're doing? I think that's the plan, yeah. Let's go. Lyle brought us back, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Lyle here? No. Okay. Shall we go back to where we were? Find this wolf. Kill it. Sounds good to me. Okay, I reach around. Is there anything to wipe my hands off of? Because I got crap all over my hands now. Well, Davina will see you, like, looking for something, and she'll hand you the towel off of her shoulder so that you can wipe your hands. Okay. Wipe all the sticky Grease. crap off and, <laughs> and, yeah, the greasy, sticky stuff. And the jam. Uh, throw it over onto the bar and say... I'll be back for more of that later, after we kill this wolf. Okay, uh, yeah, if you guys come back, we will definitely have lots for you to eat. We'll, we'll, we'll celebrate. I would like to try the meat cooked next time. <laughs> it was cooked. We could cook it more. I didn't want to burn it, but it was cooked. I don't like how you're saying, if we come back. Um, I, I'm sorry, slip of the tongue. Um, just no one has. <sighs> Pam walks Well, out. Uh, compliments to the chef. You made some great boysenberry. Some of the best I've had in a long time. Thank you. It's, it's Iona's family recipe, actually. Oh, very good. From outside, Pam yells, Boys, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll follow. And I'll kind of be like murmuring like, what could the recipe possibly be saying? Oh, you go pick a berry, you smash it. possibly? <laughs> 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 the secret's the lemon juice. I follow. Let's go. Okay. Yep, Once we're outside, <laughs> out of your shot from uh, the Iona and, and what's the other Twiddle one? Twiddle D Divina? and Twiddle Shaka will be like, so uh, we are going to, you know, hunt. Z-Wolf, uh, I think after one more night, they'll nail the baguette, no? <laughs> what was that thing they gave you? 
<laughs> Look like a baby bread. <laughs> it was uh, not quite as long as I am used to. No, yeah. It's called a stump <laughs> loaf. It's a it's a stumpy loaf. Stump loaf. You guys don't make <laughs> stump loaf? No. Well, <laughs> it's one of my specialties. You can't expect much from Freeboard. Ah, we are out here working, no? We are doing something to earn it. Uh, so far, we have not killed the wolf. We have killed wolves. Fair enough. The baguette must be better next time. <laughs> So we're just going to go pick up the trail again, I guess? <laughs> yeah, the, we'll just continue on the way we came back from to, until we get back up to, you know. You go back the way you came, you're walking, and you, um, when you arrive back at the clearing, you see an enormous wolf with fur the color of fresh blood appear from the forest. Its head lowered, it stalks towards you. It suddenly leaps, and one of its massive paws swings out at Mikkel. It's not even nighttime. Oh, um, Mikkel, does a crit hit you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Frick. So the wolf reaches out with one massive paw, and you take 22 points of damage. Damn. Let's roll for initiative. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I'm, I might have to switch out the die because I rolled a 20 again. I don't want to kill y'all. Yeah, that, that die Just... seems broken. Just, uh... Wait, I want to... Oh, I should have portented that attack. Whoops. Next one, Mikael. I'll get you. <laughs> Booch's initiative is 19. It was a surprise. 22. Okay, Pam. 21. Jacques. 22. Dang, wow. we have Rollers to die. So you're sure this wolf doesn't want to talk things out? Now, real quick, the description of the... This is called Red Wolf, right? I mean, she described it as the color of blood, which is red. I know. So this and is the wolf. wolf. Why is he out during the day? I'm so confused That's right now. That's a good now. question. Like, is it the real thing or a fake? Maybe we piss it off. It's yeah. huge, dude. It's, it's freaking massive. It's literally 15 by 15. It's a massive wolf. It's a big bad wolf. Oh, so this is the original spot where the attack was. Yes. That's as far as we got. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck? I feel like we're missing some information somehow. Maybe somebody lied to us or something. <laughs> I don't know. Because we're very thorough. If you come back. The only... Well, right? we're very thorough when it comes to bread and jam, Frick. Yeah, there's there's no possibility that we, we missed anything. But it comes I mean, to surely breakfast. Surely we're lied to. <laughs> lied to about what? I don't know what you're talking about. If... Look, if... The shop owners are actually, like, feeding this wolf. I should have known by that baguette. The state of that baguette. <laughs> Between Jacques and Mikkel, you're both at 22. Who wants to go first? Uh, not it. All right. Not it. <laughs> well, he attacked me, so I'll just uh, I'll go from there. So are we all where we're supposed to be on the map here before we get started? Because I, I moved me closest to the wolf since he just attacked me. I assume he's adjacent to me now. Unless he has a ranged attack weapon, I'm not aware. No, of. he jumped. He is adjacent to you. He jumped out at you and swiped at you. When he bites me, I I sort of pull back, pull out my dragon slayer longsword, and swipe at his head. Twenty-five to hit. You hit him. That is a one-handed attack. That is nine points of slashing damage. So when your sword sinks in. And it does slice through the wolf, 
but it looks like it almost immediately heals. Okay. I'll notice that, but I will take a second attack and try to hit in the same spot again. Um, that would be a 13 to hit. The wolf moves out of your way and you miss. Were you using a magical weapon? Yes. Okay. The wolf will once again swipe out with its big paw. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna use the portent dice. Miguel, just dodge to your left arm! Oh! I'm gonna give the wolf a nine for this attack. Okay. So it will miss with that attack, and then it is going to try and bring its head down and bite your head off. Boo. <laughs> Dang. I could oh. give it a 15 for this one. <laughs> uh, save your 15 because I rolled bad. I got a 12. Uh, it is now Jacques' turn. I think. I don't really know what to do. I'm just going to magic missile this thing, I guess. What are we missing here? I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to test it with some magic. Ooh, that was a... Wow, that was 14 force damage. That was one shy of max damage on that. All three darts right into this wolf's butt. So, obviously, they hit, and the wolf does react to them, but not quite as strong of a reaction as you would have thought. Something is weird, ah! Maybe we should get the hell out of here! Pam! Okay, before... We realized something was weird. I was going to try to blind it with a spell, but anyway. Blind it with a sword. <laughs> yeah. Aim for its eyes. Go do what you're going to do. Yes, do whatever, whatever you're going to do. It doesn't matter. Yeah, do whatever you want. Just because no, she but you is said the DM something says. Seems, you said something seems weird in the DM. Blindness yeah. relies on a creature having a relatively low amount of hit points. I will remind you that the Banshee has been saying everybody's doomed to fail, but these things will help you against the wolf. These things are what actually do full damage or something. Okay. Alright, well I'm gonna I'm gonna do a melee attack with my rapier of wounding. That's a twenty three to hit. That hits? Tell me how you're doing it. What does your attack look like? I'm just kinda like parrying up with my rapier and uh trying to stick my rapier right in its paw. As soon as the wolf sees this rapier, it's going to shy away from it. Does it still hit with a 23? Yeah, yeah, it hits. Okay, so I, like, skewer its paw for 14 damage because I get sneak attack. Rolled a 6 on that. So you stick your rapier into its little paw. It yelps, and it seems like it is bleeding more than you thought it would. Hmm. Guys, use the magical stuff we got. Look, my sword. Gushing blood. Booch. Okay, Booch hears this, rummages around into his little shell pocket. I wonder if this little friend would help us out. Pulls out the uh, figurine of wondrous power, the raven, and kind of looks it over and throws it onto the ground in front of himself. And remind us what it does. So the figurine of wondrous power activates if you throw it within a space... Uh, 60 feet around you has to be unoccupied by another creature and this particular figurine is of a raven so it turns into a raven for up to 12 hours Uh, it's friendly to me and my companions understands my languages obeys my spoken commands if i issue no commands it will defend itself but otherwise do nothing so i guess a a raven appears 
and I'm gonna say you can attack with the raven, and it'll be like a, a bonus action on your turn. So it's a, it's a plus four to hit, and it does a d4 of damage. So Booch is going to um, call out to this his little raven buddy. Oh, hey there, little buddy. I think you should take off, get up in the air, and maybe peck that nasty fella over there. So 15 uh, plus 4 would be 19 to hit. You just get it. You just get a little peck right in there. And that is 3 piercing damage. Stay up in the skies where he can't reach you. He's Mikkel. ferocious. I don't know what Pam's talking about with these extra weapons because I don't, I don't have anything like that. So I'm just look over at her, sort of shrug my shoulders, and then swing my sword again. Uh, 26 to hit. That's uh, 11 points of damage. So your damage, again, it does wound him, but not as much, Not definitely not as much as what Pam's weapon did, and doesn't appear as much as what you think it would. Okay. Uh, I will attack again. That is a crit. 27. John crits every session, Oof. at least once. Like, yeah. Unbelievable. 13 points of damage, I believe. And that's it for me. Uh, and I, uh, so Pam's still next. I'll stay next to Pam. Okay, the wolf is kind to, is going to shy away from Pam and try and not get out of her sphere. She's, he's, he's not getting away, five feet away from you. He's just kind of shying away a little bit. And it is going to strike out at Mikkel. First, a chomp. 24 hits you, Mikkel. It does for 14 points of damage. Damn. And then it is going to swipe out with one of his big paws. Not the one that got pierced by Pam, but the other one. And it reaches out and it's unsteady on its other paw because it does hurt and it misses. Swipes at you and misses. Uh, when a creature, I'm gonna use repose as my uh, reaction. And I'm gonna expend my superiority die to make an attack. Okay. That's a 15 to hit. The wolf swiped out at you, but it leaned over too far because of its hurt foot, and you went to strike out at it, but missed because of it leaning. So you just you miss each other. Now Jacques. Okay. Yeah, I pretty much in, in the same boat as Mikkel. I don't really have anything special from the Banshee, even though I was the nicest to her, calling her a sexy witch and all that. But I will <laughs> use my whip. I'll use my sexy whip with reach. So this is my magical magical whip. I'll just crack out at it. Do whatever damage I can output. Uh, 25 to hit. Oh yeah, you, you strike it Dang. good. You whip it. Whip it real good. <laughs> uh, total of eight. Total of eight slashing. Okay. And I will use my bonus action for my non-magical whip, just in my other hand, to get another attack in, which is only a 14. Okay, so you strike out with your magical whip, and you see it does hurt the wolf, but again, not as much as you thought it would. You strike out with the other one, and it just goes right over its head. Pam. Pam! Takes her poker, poker stick. And uh, after seeing him kind of shy away from using the injured paw, Pam's gonna hiya and poke the the uninjured paw. Ooh, she she uh, 
she whiffs real hard with an eight, just like maybe goes between his his toes. I don't know. Does he have toes? <laughs> <laughs> the hits, wolf spreads his toes out. It hits his nail or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm going to be nervous about that and and be like, ah, dang it. <laughs> Booch. So um, is commanding the bird an action? Bonus. It's bon- Okay, cool. I dig that. I thought you might. <laughs> <laughs> so Booch is going to shake his little shell. It's actually a big shell, I guess. And awaken his little spore babies. So he will use his wild shape uh, for symbiotic entity. He's going to awaken the spores on his shell, and that will infuse him with 24 temporary hit points. Um, and that is his action. And he will use his bonus action to direct his raven to attack the wolf again. Make a little dive bomb attack on Wolfie Boy here again, buddy. It worked last time. So I roll to hit. Oh, that's bad. 13 to hit. So the raven dive bombs a wolf, but the wolf manages to just duck out of the way of the raven's beak attack. All right, well, that's all that Booch can do. Back to the top with Mikkel. I'm just going to continue to attack with the sword. doesn't seem to be doing as much as I would like it to do, so I'm just going to swing a little bit harder, thinking <laughs> thinking I must just not be putting my, my back into it. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 does not hit. The wolf manages to raise its giant head out of the way of your strike. Okay, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scream out. Grab the sword with two hands. Well, I have to put my shield down. I'm gonna grab, take my sword up again, and jab it in, hoping that piercing might, might do something here. Uh, Twenty-seven. That's a crit. <laughs> okay. You jab your sword right into the wolf's gut. Fifteen points of damage. So you did damage the wolf, but once again, this doesn't feel like it was as much damage as you were expecting. It never is. The wolf, on its turn, uh, do any of you understand Elvish? No. I do. Yeah, I do. Basically, in Elvish, the wolf says, rise and fight. The ground around you, specifically behind Jacques, starts (laughs) to tremble. And first one hand, then another, pushes aside the dirt, covering the body it's connected to. A being rises from the ground, the skin and clothes falling off in tatters, bone showing through in many places. A skeleton rises up behind Jacques and gets ready to attack. Uh, Booch, you can... The wolf started its turn within 10 feet of you. You can do your spores if you want. Yes, yeah. Booch's spore babies will attempt to do some necrotic damage because... Uh, the wolf started its turn, so you'll have to make a uh, you'll have to make a con saving throw, please, Emily. Please, Emily, would you say please, Red Wolf? Ten. Okay, so that's a fail. Three necrotic damage. We keep forgetting to make con saves with my sword of wounding. Oh, yeah, it did not pass. I've hit it twice. With, no, I missed. Sorry. So the yeah, you hit it once. The one time, even though I missed, it still would have had necrotic damage one d four for my turn. But we forgot. Totally fine. But yes. Yeah, so next attack, you'll get an extra d four. 
the, so the wolf's turn was to rise the, to raise the zombie. That's what it. Yes. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can yeah. take it as a zombie. Depending so on how many hit points the wolf has, but yeah. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> it is Jacques' turn now. Hey! I guess Jacques will turn to the zombo. I got a 23 with my whip. On the skeleton? Yeah. Yeah, 23 hits the skeleton. Mm -hmm. Which, unfortunately, I don't get sneak attack. Mikael, huh? get up to the skeleton! Uh, crap. Five slashing. Okay. I guess I'll bonus action and if it's still up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it is still up, uh, but it definitely reacted to the whip exactly the way you expected a skeleton to react to your whip. Hot dog. All right, bonus action for my offhand attack. Uh, 22. Hits. And five slashing. The skeleton's not looking good. It, I mean, it just got here, damn it. And now you're going to knock it back down. <laughs> Next is Pam. Usually I have something witty to say, huh, Pam? But, uh, not now. Just stab the thing, huh? Yeah, so, like, after Pam stabbed with the rapier and missed, she's going to swing back, and then just, like, her arm, while everyone else has been taking turns, she just, like, has a slashing ready. She's going to try to slash it across its chest. 23 to hit. 23 hits it. Okay, so that's um, 16 damage. And uh, I get to roll 2d4s now for the sort of wounding, or rapier of wounding, sorry. Oh, so that necrotic damage already, because it hit, it already added one. So I, I just, to retroactive, like the d4 we forgot, that rolled a 1. They both were 1s that I rolled. And then this one was a 3, so it's just 4 extra damage. Uh, and then do a con save just to see if you can get out of that extra wound damage. That's a nine. That's a, that's a fail. So then uh, next time I hit, it'll be 3d4 added. Yada, yada. Continue, continue, etc., etc. And I go, hi -ya! Uh, Booch. Dive and peck. <laughs> I'm annoyed that this little dumb bird is doing more Does anyone else think it's I funny win. that Booch, Booch has a pecker? <laughs> <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Despicable. Is hold person a good spell? Uh, you would need, a hold, not a you need hold monster, monster. to affect the... Oh. I always kind of ignore all the spells that Booch has, but he actually has a decent amount of spells. Know, a lot of them, though, would, it, would screw you guys as well, unfortunately. Like making difficult terrain and stuff like that. Well, while you're thinking about what you're going to do, the wolf is actually going to take a legendary action and do a bite attack on Booch! Uh, <laughs> took too long! Uh, <laughs> I don't need a legendary action right now, Booch. <laughs> I can speak with animals. Is that helpful? Does an 18 hit you, Mikkel? No. Thank God. It, it tries to chomp out at you, and you duck out of its way. Okay, so it can, it can attack. It can raise zombies in between our turns. It's gotta be something else they can do. Yeah. I, I look over at Booch. Maybe. I'm sort of going from leg to leg. <laughs> Maybe. I'm looking over at him like, go! It's your turn! <laughs> yeah, in these like six second rounds. So Booch again is gonna aim for the shoulder. And he's gonna swing back with his big boy cleaver. Booch is rolling good. He's got that going for him. So that is a 19 plus 6. 25 to hit. You hit. 
You per bind purchase with your cleaver. For nine slashing damage. And four necrotic damage. And again, he will urge his little buddy to make a peck attack. Nat 20. Okay, here we go. Bird is able to take a big old chunk out of this wolf. Four. <laughs> Eight damage. Okay. We rolling. See, wasn't it worth the wait, everyone? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watching you learn how to well, use a pecker. As I've said a few and times. There does seem to be a little bit more blood than you expected. I was going to say, if that bite. is doing, if it's actually doing double damage, then maybe it's worth it. But <laughs> It is now the skeleton's turn. No, who knew the red wolf had a weakness to birds? <laughs> to peckers. You'd think they would get along. It's it's peckers. To peckers, specifically peckers. Yeah. yeah. Jacques doesn't let him hit pecker. you. Uh, no. So the skeleton swings out with its short sword and just misses Jacques. Phew. Back to the top with Mikkel. All right, I'm gonna first use my bonus action, second win, to recover some hit points here. Uh, that's 15 additional hit points. I'm gonna stay where I'm at and go ahead and and try the sword. Yet again, I don't, I don't feel that I'm doing my best. I actually stop for a minute and I sort of shake the sword a little bit, <laughs> look at it, and then swing. Uh, 19, or no, sorry, it's the first one. 15 to hit. You miss, you, you're still trying to swing whatever it is out of the sword and you just miss the wolf. All right, and I'll swing back again. 26 to hit. Now you find purchase. 12 points slashing damage. The wolf will once again say, rise and fight. And another skeleton will come up to the, from the left of Booch. Is that, um, is that a legendary action between turns or is it the red wolf's turn? Legendary action between turns. Okay. And then it will swipe out with its paw at Booch. Now it's starting its turn. Now it's starting its turn. It tried to use its hurting paw and completely missed Booch. And then it's All going right. to try and take a chomp out of Mikkel. <laughs> wow. It's really just all kinds of discombobulated, and it, it just completely misses Mikkel also. Emily rolls bad. Good when she's a DM. What? <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, are you going to do your thing? So I will, yeah, I will um, activate my reaction for Halo of Spores. So that's three necrotic damage. Do I get any kind of save or anything? Uh, oh, yes, I'm sorry. A con save, please. 15 save? DC 15. So who does the tie go to again? I can never remember this. The saver. The saver. Okay. Tie, tie goes so. to the runner. Okay. <laughs> um... So uh, no damage then, if you save successfully. It is Jacques' turn. Does anyone else wonder why this wolf can summon zombies? Uh, this is very strange. I'm going to uh, crack out at the wolf with my magic whip. Is that disadvantage because there's a skeleton right next to you? No, that's because I'm not attacking with range. I have 10 foot reach, so it's a melee attack. And I have, uh, I missed though, it was uh, only a 15. Actually, sorry, 11. <laughs> That's a 6, not a 9. And then I'll use my bonus action against the zombie. Fuck! Critical fail. <laughs> oh, no! 
So no. you, is this your magic whip or your non-magic whip? This this one is my non-magic with my offhand against the zombie. So I'm not going to do a Leland. I'm not going to make you attack one of your friends. But your whip does get tangled up in the bones of the skeleton and you lose your grip on it. So you have lost your weapon. Ah, didn't like that one anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Pam! The joke is on this skeleton because I, among many of my other classes, am a level one monk trained in martial arts and can make an unarmed attack as a bonus action. <laughs> nice. <laughs> which, which does which does one d four, which literally does the same as my whip. <laughs> 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 ha ha! Quintuple class for the win. <laughs> That's funny. I never. I legit never thought I would ever use my martial arts. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take this rapier because it's. I can see how bad it's wounding it, and I'm gonna go for the paw that I missed on my second attack. I mean, maybe go for, like, the body, you know, like center mass. That's the bigger target. But uh, he's attacking wait, wait, you okay, with this paw. Before you roll, okay, before you roll, I can give you a 15 for my last port and dice. So 15 on the, plus your modifier. Plus my modifier. Uh, that's a that's a 20 then, yeah. Okay, well then I'll, I'll okay, take it. I'll give you the my last port and dice then. Okay. So, Unless you want a chance to roll. I could potentially use the 15 for, like, if some, one of us needs to make a save instead of the an attack, you know? It's up to you. Well, your your sword also is the only thing that's really damaging. I mean, yeah, we got a bird. Let's, let's do a... Yeah, we got a pecker pecking. <laughs> we got the spotted pecker doing some damage, but... <laughs> let's, let's hit it with a 20, then. Okay, okay. You take my last port and dice. You hit it. I hit it. Surprise. Oh, wow. Rolled terribly. That's nine damage. Uh, another three necrotic. And then a con save. 17. Yeah, so now it's not going to get those uh, necrotic anymore. So they're Resets. wiped out. Yep. You could do, like, it says, oh, there's not another creature. I mean, I guess these zombies, like, if another creature's within five feet of it, it could use an action and make a wisdom, like a medicine check, ending the effect. Booch. Same thing again. He's going to rely on his cleaver. Keep hack, hack, hacking away. Well, that one wasn't as good. That is an adjusted 20 to hit. Um, that hits. It hits, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just as good where I'm sitting. It's like, I just hit with the 20, so... <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, re relating to what he's rolled previously. So that is seven slashing damage and only one necrotic damage. And he's going to get Pecker to peck, peck, <laughs> peck away. <laughs> what a unique name. What a, what a great name to come up with. I, I didn't start Pecker. it. I mean, for the record. you asked it politely to peck the wolf the first time. That's going to be a miss, I'm pretty sure. Uh, nine to hit. Nine misses, yes. And he's going to stay where he is. Okay, so it is now skeleton on Jacques. Does an 18 hit you, Jacques? Yep. That's six points of damage as it swipes at you with its short sword. And then the skeleton over by Booch is going to shamble up to him and try the same thing. 
Oh, booch. Does a 23 hit you? That was almost a sure, crit. Sure does. <laughs> That's only six points of damage. Back to the top with Mikkel. Okay. Nobody's really moving around too much. Okay. Uh, I look back over at Jacques. This uh, zombie, is it looking like he's taking care of it? Is he is he hitting it pretty good, or does it look like it's still a, a threat? It's shambling more than it was when it first popped up. Okay. So I sort of look over at, at Jacques. <laughs> okay. And, it has my whip uh, inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has a whip all tangled up in it. <laughs> I sort of shake my head, and uh, I swing back at the red wolf again. <laughs> uh, I guess it's 24, seven points of slashing damage. 24 hits. Hit again. 27, that's a crit. Because I crit on 19s and 20s, too, so on this. Oh, dang. So that is uh, 16 points of slashing damage. Okay, you do hit both times, but as all the other times, it just doesn't look like it's doing quite the amount of damage that you want. Though the wolf is starting to look a little bad. All right, that's all I'm going to do this time. Uh, I'll stay where I'm at. Okay, the wolf is going to swipe at Booch with his great big paw. Oh, uh, it credit. Oof. That's a hit. <laughs> 24 points of damage. Okay, so that removes all of Booch's temporary hit points, which means his... Um, he no longer benefits from those effects. Dang. Big oof. How does that work when your temporary hit points are drained? Does the additional damage carry over to your base hit points? Yes. And then it is going to try and chomp down on Mikkel. 17. Uh, no. It is Jacques' turn. So, whips aren't counted as monk weapons, so unfortunately I can't whip and punch. If I wanted to use my monastic traditions uh, and my expertise in martial arts, so I'm actually going to throw my other whip on the ground. <laughs> ah, you stupid skeleton! What would the whip fairy say? It is time for fisticuffs! <laughs> the whip fairy is dead! I don't care what she says! <laughs> and I'm going to I'm gonna try to punch the skeleton <laughs> with a 22. Oh, yeah, you hit him. Uh, five bludgeoning. <laughs> not magical, I guess. So as your fist connects with the skeleton, you knock his head clean off, and its body crumples to the ground. Yes. <laughs> and I will then step closer to the wolf, mm. and we'll use my bonus action for another punch. <laughs> Does your punch count as a magic weapon? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> not at first level. Uh, 25. You hit him. And four bludgeoning. And it just kind of looks at you. <laughs> it's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but I do have... Oh, thanks, you just itched my, my scritch. My Fury of the Small, which I will use. When I damage a creature with attack or spell that's larger than me, I will deal extra damage equal to my level, so it will take an extra six damage. I assume it's probably... I think we did this before. It's the same type as the weapons dealing, I guess, so six more bludgeoning, which, again, is... Not magical, but I'll just use it. <laughs> Another scritch for the puppy. 
That's a hell of a punch from a goblin. <laughs> it's not like it's completely ignoring your punch, but it has other things to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I thought. Ah, you cannot ignore me. I am Jacques Mathieu, master of everything. <laughs> Pam. Oh, I don't have height of Pam on here. The wolf will raise its head and go, rise and fight. And another skeleton will come up so out of the ground. That's what I get for taking too long to take my turn. <sighs> That's our penalty. That's <laughs> a good incentive. <laughs> well, because she said I'm, Pam, I'm I could totally have talked screwed. and had my turn, but then I take too long and oh, rise and fight. <laughs> well, yeah, then I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that again. <laughs> exactly. You have to get in before Emily remembers. Pam's going to take this, <laughs> like, amazing rapier that she got. And uh, listen to what Jacques said and go for center mass. So Pam's like, <laughs> all right, you asked for it, Jacques. And I'm going to like try to duck under its chest and like go for the heart. Uh, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and Pam rolls a six. So, oh. And as you're trying to duck for it, the wolf is going to bring its mouth down and try and chomp on you. That six is a critical fail. Oh. <gasps> Oh, yeah. It is in, it is in <laughs> red, Thanks, is it Leland. not? That's why yeah. it's a red box, yeah. <laughs> it's in red. So, I am going to pull Her whip gets tangled time. up in the in the wolf's fur. <laughs> As you were, like, doing your backswing, you bring the rapier around, and you accidentally hit Mikkel. What So do I have the? to click the damage it would do? Yeah. 12 damage. You're you did 12 damage to me? So Pam hits you again. So as a reaction, I'd like to attack Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Miguel. Twelve points of damage. And Sorry. the wolf is going to try. Oh man. Wait, Miguel's got to make his Constitution save through. He's wounded. Huh? I don't. What am I, what am I concentrating on? No, you from oh, Pam's sword. Okay. You can do a medicine oh, check. Like, whichever one's better, it says. Okay, medicine. Or I was just going to ignore that part. I'm going to point out that Leland was the one that brought it up. <laughs> it's con save or medicine check. Ah, uh, well, I, I have a plus six and I, I got an eight total. Each of my <laughs> turns, you're going to have to do a save to try to get out of that wound. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, great. It only, does, it only does the damage again if you hit, though, with it, or does it is it like a bleed effect? I'll read exactly what it says because it's an interesting weapon. At the start of each of the wounded creature's turns, so it's actually Mikkel's beginning of turn, it takes 1d4 necrotic damage for each time you've wounded it, and it can do a DC 15 con saving throw or a medicine check. So I'll do 1d4 or save with the con save. Okay, no problem. At the beginning of your turn. I got a plus no six. problem. I got a plus six. What? No way I'd want to miss that. But that does mean <laughs> if the wolf is wounded, and even though you miss, it still takes that bleed at the beginning of its turn, right? Which we haven't been doing. We, we, we only missed once. Sure. Yeah, yeah, she, but, yeah. Because it reset. But then it did yeah, save, yeah. so it's, it reset it was now. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. So there was one D4. True. It, it's sorry. There's a lot of text. So meanwhile, the wolf does bite Pam. Uh, it has a, a 27 to uh, hit. Oh, wait. Do I have any reactions? Yeah. <laughs> nope, I don't. I do. Uh, so I can use uh, my fighting style interception. And since she's within five feet of me, so I can uh, reduce the damage 
So, have you rolled damage for 15 her? 15 damage. Okay, I can reduce it by 1d10 plus 3. Mm, thank you. So, I can reduce it by, it looks like, 5. So, you take 10 damage from the, the wolf biting. So, we're... Let's see, you took you gave me twelve and I just saved you for five. <laughs> the balance. <laughs> I owe you at least seventeen You owe me seventeen hit points right 17 now. Seventeen healing uh, <laughs> I do have some healing spells. Booch, it's your turn. When I cast an area of effects spell as Booch, who's a druid, I can't sculpt safety for my friendlies. If I'm within it, it'll affect me as well. Yeah. For any damage that would be dealt, potentially. Yep. So many of his spells are like that. It's like, how do you ever use any of them? Cast them away from you? It should be a range. Yeah, I mean, potentially you got some zombies coming up behind you. If you can make difficult terrain behind you, maybe, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It seems like these things can pop out of the ground wherever the hell Emily wants them to. So. <laughs> <laughs> wherever they died. I mean, who's to say where they actually fell and got buried? You mean there's no there's no Karens anywhere? <laughs> Where's the Karens? Where's the managers? No, no one managing out here, no. <laughs> so this particular spell I'd like to cast um, creates a 20-foot cube on the ground. I would like to cast it sort of behind the red wolf and, and to Booch's left so that it's going to catch the, um, the skeleton to Booch's left and... Part of that square would be, this wolf takes up a huge amount of space, so I, I don't know how that works. If it doesn't encompass his entire body, does that still hit him? You see what I mean, Emily? I... So you're in it? So it'll hit me, uh, it'll hit the skeleton and clip the edge of the wolf if you want, or if that seems reasonable to you. What is it you're trying to do? So the spell I'd like to cast is called Erupting Earth. Um, it affects a, a 20 foot cubed area and I, I'd like to cast it so that it catches, you know, maybe two paws of the wolf. Okay. And it's also going to catch Booch. It's also going to catch the skeleton that's closest to Booch, just to his left. Okay. Uh, I choose a point and then I create this 20 foot area. Um, and everyone within that area is going to be needing to make a dexterity saving throw as the ground sort of erupts around them becomes difficult terrain there's rocks and boulders and sharp things coming up from the ground underneath them so deck save oh boy booch oh boy look what you've done to yourself so booch failed his deck save quite splendidly it's a dc 15 oh the skeleton has an 18 oh no and the wolf has an eight okay so the wolf fails yay so the wolf is prone or is just in difficult terrain i think it's taking some damage it's gonna take damage yeah 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 uh the ground in the area will become difficult terrain uh so for those who failed 24 bludgeoning damage and for those who passed half so booch takes 24 bludgeoning damage <laughs> i mean hey you, you got you put at least well hopefully 24 under the wolf it might it might be half just how many temporary hit nature, points did you have they're gone. The, wolf's, the wolf's attack wiped out those, yeah. So is there any effect other than difficult terrain in the, in the cube here? Like if something moves into it, does it take more damage or anything like that? Let's just say no dead adventurers can rise from this difficult terrain now. 
No, it's just difficult terrain. Are you DMing uh, now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the DM now. <laughs> no damage on future uh, turns for anyone entering it or starting their turn in it, but it is difficult terrain, so that'll affect their movement. Because I can, I can try to thunder wave it back and like push it into something, but yeah, I have thunder wave as well. But it's it. like it's going to injure everyone around me, which includes you guys. Well, no, because thunder wave is like a 15 foot cube in front of you, right? So currently where you're standing, you you could thunder wave the wolf and like blast it back. And like if I did it, I would have to move. I'm gonna move five feet to my right, and it would then miss all of you. I'm just so used to be able to like, being able to sculpt safety. It's so much easier or sculpt uh, <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Is your little buddy gonna do anything? Oh yes. How could I forget? So Booch will call out uh, after kind of grunting and groaning from his his poor little stubby feet being stabbed by the erupting earth. Go get him, little buddy. I softened him up for you. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 does not hit. The bird misses the wolf again, somehow. Okay. The wolf just ducks right out of the way and, and the bird can't find purchase. He's been trapped inside this little figurine for a while, so his, his wings are a bit cramped. <laughs> <laughs> The skeleton next to Booch, however, is going to take a swing. 12 damage to take it out? No. Dang. It, it, it's look at, not looking good. It is about to fall over like a stiff breeze might knock it down, but it's still standing. <laughs> does a 15 hit you, Booch? It does not. And then the other skeleton is going to shamble up behind Pam and take a swing. 12 hit you, Pam? Nope. Mikkel, the ground to your left is erupting. There's a skeleton shambling up behind you, a red wolf that you don't seem to be able to hit very well in front of you. What are you going to do? I see that they're all on the wolf now, and I'm not doing real well, so I think I don't want something else hitting me from behind, so I'm going to spin around here to this uh, zombie creature and I'm going to see if my sword will work a little bit better. Snapping some bones. That's a crit. Uh, 18 points of slashing damage. So this skeleton rises up from the ground. It's the last one to get called. And it shambles up. It takes a little swing at Pam. Misses. Is really feeling down about itself because it can't even do that right. Mikkel comes in, swings his sword once, and it crumbles to the ground. And I look at it, I, I look back at my sword and I go, it's fixed! <laughs> and I turn back around and swing it at the wolf. 21 to hit. That hits. 9 slashing damage. Does that, uh, does that, do I get that same feeling again that it didn't quite work quite as well? Yeah, sorry. I smack it on the ground a couple times <laughs> and then I'm going to action surge, action surge and take another attack. Uh, that's another crit. 28. That would oh be... Oh my goodness. 18 points of damage. Okay, you hit the wolf, and it is not looking good. It doesn't... It doesn't look like it would be much more that it can do, or that it's not going to be able to take too many more hits. It's faltering, it's stumbling, it's bleeding from many different places, but it's still standing. I look at it and go, You should be dead! <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have. Uh, so when you when you action surge, though, you, you get another action, so you take the attack action again, meaning you get the benefit of your extra attack. So in that case, I will try to make 
what I said come true <laughs> and say he should be dead by stepping forward and stabbing in to this beast one, hopefully one final time. 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. What's it look like? 12 slashing damage. So I, I sort of reach in with my shield and sort of bash in the way and stab deep into it, it's to its head and scream as I do because my sword seems to not be working as well as it should be and, and go, die! Die! <laughs> and in Elvish, the wolf says, what a world, what a world, as it crumples to the ground. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Does the skeleton stay? Please tell me the skeletons also crumple. It also crumples to the ground. <laughs> Booch is hanging on by one last spore baby. <laughs> As the wolf is falling to the ground, it starts to laugh. An entrancing sound that doesn't sit well in the monster's mouth. It then transforms first into Lyle, then Aelith, and finally the Morgan. What? A tall young woman wearing a long black dress covered in raven feathers. A breastplate covers her torso, and black hair hangs in wild, loose curls around her face. As she takes her final form, the banshee appears in the Morgan's hands wrapped around the banshee's arm. The Morgan says, You have slain my wolf, but you will never defeat me! I will be back! <laughs> she laughs. She disappears. Banshee becomes solid as she drifts down to the ground, feet forming underneath her. A young woman is revealed, the same woman you saw at the waterfall. She looks at you and says, I am Greer, the innkeeper's daughter. The village was built on sacred land. The Morgan warned the villagers to relocate, but was ignored. The wolf was their punishment. She sent a dream to me, telling me that if I stopped the hunters, the wolf would leave. I went to find the Morgan, not to fight, but to beg for another chance to save the village. And she gave me what I asked for, in a way. She cursed me to live on as the Banshee and give warning to any who would listen. Greer Wake walks up and takes Mikkel's hand. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for defeating the wolf. Let's go back to the village and tell everyone the good news. And have board. Yeah, whatever that means, yes. And the, and the room, but the sexy village. What about me, my fists of fury? Oh, yes, yes, you were, you were wonderful. All of you, all of you truly were wonderful. But... I will share my boy berries with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> but what about the Morgan? We need, like, shouldn't we be defeating the evil? She is, she is gone. I feel it. I feel she is gone. For now. Let's go back. Let's rest. What do we call you now? Ah, Greer? You, you are still sexy, but no longer a we. Greer? Name? Yeah. I am Greer. Post-Greer. Jacques, I taught I you better be than that. You that. call young ladies by their name. Nothing else. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry, Pamela, you are right. Uh, uh, Princess Greer, uh, you should own this village now, huh? You can no longer call her a sexy witch. That's not right. I mean, I don't mind being called sexy. <laughs> All right, you heard the girl, Jack. <laughs> does, this, does this mean the broken thorn is yours now, huh? You can start saving. Uh, can, how do you, how do you, uh, how's your baguette making skills, huh? Uh, <laughs> say wonderful. Oh, I love baguettes! <laughs> I have been watching the village all these years, and I know the, the inn is no longer mine. I know it's been taken over, but maybe they'll let me help there. Do you think they would let uh, me no. help? 
We will kill them and take it for Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jack, 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 Jack. Iona and Davina are very wonderful people. Ah, perhaps, but the... the I thought you were heroes. I mean, I'm heroic at times. You would kill innocent people. No, no, innocent. No, you saw the baguette, huh? You've been watching the village? Jack. I did see the baguette. (laughs) Its girth was small and length was short. It's a stump loaf. Just stop. Okay. Jack. Look, I will do whatever you want, Jack, you're being a little bit crazy because you think she's sexy. Relax. Well, uh, this whole now, place is crazy. I think everyone's missing a point here. Didn't we hear that this village was built on sacred land? That's the problem. Yes, yes, it was, and that was what angered the Morgan in the first place. Well, whatever a Morgan is, we'll kill it. It's fine. Maybe we can move the village, no? What's a Morgan? Well, I think if we just... I know there's a temple in the cemetery dedicated to her. Maybe if we spruced it up and we gave her sacrifices and and worshipped her as her due, she would leave us alone. I do not worship any of those cr- people or creatures or anything. Uh, I will not worship it. Town <sighs> the only thing I worship is the bigger. Let's go back to town. Let the town decide. Let's tell them. Yes, let's go back to town. Pamela has a point, though. What uh, what exactly is this Morg thing? I don't know what a Morgan is. The Morgan is a goddess. It's a very strong goddess. Hold on a second, and I can look up my notes. <laughs> right. You have notes? But your dress does not have any pockets, huh? <laughs> ah, but she has a, a small cabinet there. I didn't <laughs> notice before. <laughs> the Morgan is a Celtic goddess of war. She's a fearsome warrior. And she causes great fear in her opponents, and she can shapeshift, and, I mean, she's really a little off her rocker. Um, but maybe if we if we spruced up her temple and, and gave her just due, she would and leave put her off. back on her rocker. <laughs> Morgan, that is an Irish name. Okay, Celtic. Okay. So you go back... You go back to the Broken Thorn Inn and you explain to everybody there what happened. The wolf is vanquished. Greer fills him in on everything, how she's been the banshee all this time and watching over the town and trying to help save them from the wolf unsuccessfully till you all came along. And there's a big celebration. Greer teaches Davina and Iona how to make baguettes. Everybody has plenty of <laughs> ale and you party into the night. Woo! Pam, watch the party. Right, Pam. Let's, let's, get, let's get the hell out of here. During the party, Fergus comes over to your table. Ooh. You, uh, you you did well out there. I heard a rumor of a strange creature stalking in the woods of a nearby town about a day's travel from here. Uh, the owner, uh, the donkey's respite in, uh, Danton Buckfield. He put a bounty on its head, but strong heroes like you could probably make short work of it. What do you say? I need to sleep on this. I'm pretty drunk right now. <laughs> Not only have I had some uh, beverages, I'm pretty rough around the edges. How much is it pay? Oh, you'll have to ask him. I'm not sure. I just heard about it. But stay here tonight. Yes, yeah, stay here tonight. We'll party and we'll celebrate. As long as I can take some baguettes for the road, uh, I will go anywhere. Agreed. <laughs> 